0: Hey guys, Tin Man here. Welcome to another 10 Biscuit Reviews podcast. Don't forget to check the description for useful links or reach out on Twitter at 10 Biscuit R or email 10 Biscuit Reviews at gmail.com. Thank you. It means a lot to all of us. Without further ado, let's go with the show.
1: Me too. Give me one minute. Okay. I want to switch over to my 10 Biscuit stream, but I'm pretty sure I still have Keanu Reeves from our last talk.
0: All right. So uh,
1: I need to I need to change something more appropriate. <laughs> I'm not really sure what to put up for number stations, but
0: um, how
1: about some? How about some I don't know. radio waves?
0: The if you can find a, a picture of the numbers from the Matrix, that would work, sort of. What uh, kind of? Kind or of. just. I got a good could, one. I got. A Quickly paint something that's just a bunch of numbers.
1: Create <laughs> something custom.
0: Yeah, horror story and stream. The count from Sesame
1: Street. <laughs> Sesame Street. I got something we can use. Uh kind of. Anyway, well, that's good enough. Anyway. Oh, no. <laughs> um, number stations.
0: Yes. Number stations, so this you you <laughs> thought of this one you this was your idea
1: I did i I gave uh before I connected with you, I gave my stream a, a quick overview of how uh I came across number stations, but I was about fifteen or sixteen years old.
0: <laughs> I would like and, to know uh, how you came across this
1: yeah I, I don't remember like the exact details of how I found it. I'm pretty sure I was like fifteen or sixteen years old in the deep depths of YouTube and came across the actual number station recordings and so I started listening to them I was really creeped out because it was like late at night I was alone in my room it was great and um (laughs) so I started diving into number stations like history what they were all sorts of numbers like station recordings and then um then I actually got into like one-time pad encryptions and cryptography and code breaking because that's kind of like a parallel topic Mm -hmm. um but it was it was all very interesting um so
0: (laughs) all right that's fair enough i i started looking into it and i was like how did she even come across this because it is super obscure it Um, is
1: it is i i found it a long time ago
0: (laughs) but it's I, I was I was reading into it and it's pretty interesting I gotta say it's it's pretty interesting um, at first, I thought there wouldn't be enough to talk about, but I think that between the two of us and with your already expertise on the subject we'll we'll be fine yes.
1: okay. I mean, I wouldn't call myself an expert it's it's been a long time since I've kind of really dug into it um, mm-hmm. but I, I'm interested All and ready to talk about it.
0: All right. So do you want to start us off?
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess that I'll give you guys sort of like a general overview of what number of stations are. Um, so basically, number of stations are broadcasts, radio broadcasts over shortwave radio. Um, they've got super strong signals um they're on very rigid time schedules and they've been happening for about th- i don't know maybe over th- the course of 30 years um i think that they are i don't know they were confirmed as showing up during world war 2 but potentially could have occurred right. like during world, world war 1 yeah. time war i think I. yeah so um As of today, there aren't as many of these number stations, but essentially, short wave radio, um, these stations would pop out out of thin air and just start spewing these lines of numbers. Um, I think some of the... We'll go into this a little bit, I guess, but uh, a lot of the ones from the past will also incorporate some kind of music or, like... um, Some sort of identifier. Yeah, some sort of identifier. Um, I think the ones today are a little more straightforward. Um, no numbers, mostly music, no. or, I mean, sorry, other way. No music, mostly numbers. Mm. Um, but I think the the most accepted theory for these number stations is that they are basically messages for spies.
0: <laughs> right.
1: And um, I, I don't think... I don't. From my research, some people said it it isn't quite confirmed, and some people said it is pretty much confirmed that there's spy stations. I don't know if you if you saw anything else on that. Um, oh man! Of like whether I don't know.
0: Basically, that it, there's been well, there's been a few like um, trials brought forth about um they're like oh well you're just you're sending code you're doing spy stuff in our country and we don't like it because of these number stations they, they like took people to trial about it so i think that it's pretty much widely accepted that yeah this is um uh it's geez. definitely spies yeah it's definitely <laughs> spies so my, i was thinking about this today right <clears throat> and My thought process was, so these, these number stations are for two types of people. You're either really paranoid that someone is doing something under your nose in your country. Or you are also doing something under the nose of someone else (laughs) in someone else's country. And so you know that they are doing something under your nose in your country.
1: Yeah. So
0: it's. There's, I mean, I guess it could just be a random, like, oh, maybe somebody really likes numbers, you know, and they like to listen to this on the dot at this exact time every <laughs> single day. Um, but that would be a little bit, I know, I know we're talking about number stations and spies and, but thinking that someone might just really like numbers is... They just like numbers a lot. Right, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit too far out there for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, when I was looking at this, I was trying to figure out like realistically, what what else could these be? Um, you know, whether or not they're for spies, you know, I I think that could be you know, I think that's the the part that I could see changing. Maybe it's not specifically spies. I mean, maybe it's sh- other people sending messages i don't know but just the it, but you can't really get away from the fact that it's got to be some kind of code right oh, yeah
0: for sure because um,
1: the numbers they happen in a pattern there's different identifiers um i don't know telling people when the code stops there's yeah. like test test codes and there are certain strings of numbers that denote test codes versus codes with messages so I don't know i mean i I've, I've feel pretty confident in saying that these are most likely spy stations <laughs> uh
0: yeah, I would say it's I would say it's a very good chance that it's spy related um but you know there are things that i guess i mean I guess there are things that you could use it for um other than spies, which would be other things that are less than savory things. So like, um, yeah, like, uh, you could
1: criminal... think about all sorts of bad things, that they yeah, well, like, like criminal to. things.
0: You could, you <laughs> could maybe like send stuff in code that way, um, through these number stations, because from what I was understanding, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like anybody can listen to these and mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't be that hard to create your own, um, Because as long as you know the frequency and have a setup, which probably wouldn't be that hard to create, honestly, um, you could theoretically probably just create your own, right? Yeah,
1: I mean, I I think there's a couple of points to that. First of all, Mm. what I think is super cool about number stations is, number one, the fact that anybody can listen to these. You could be some... Joe Schmo off the street, if you have a shortwave radio, you can probably tune into them. But the second part is, even though anyone in the world can listen to these messages, they are completely anonymous, untraceable, one-time pad encryptions Mm -hmm. that you cannot solve. (laughs) So I just think that's like the idea of that is really cool that they are, I mean, obviously not a ton of people are into shortwave radios. Um, But just the fact that people have access to it, anyone in the world could be listening, but like they're never going to know what they say. Uh, It's just really cool to me. Um, So to your other point, the fact that anyone could potentially just create their own number station, I think that one of the things I was reading was sort of the, one of the reasons that people link this to spy activity, mm-hmm. is the uh, broadcast signal of the stations. Uh, oh. They're very strong and very clear. Um, so I don't know if that was implying that potentially, you, like, a normal person wouldn't ha- be able to, I don't know, replicate that kind of broadcast or that kind of power, and that it was more of like a government sort of thing but I'm not entirely sure about that.
0: Okay, that's fair. Um, Let's see. So, I was reading that they're, they're, like you said, they're they're really a strong signal.
1: Mm.
0: So you can hear them, like, continent-wide, apparently. Yeah. Um, Which, to me, is insane. Yeah. um, Considering... I mean, I know it's different, but, like, let's just use it as an example. If you're driving even from one side of the state to the next, you pick up 100 different radio stations along the way. And like I said, I know they're different, you know, but it's just, yeah. if you're not used to it, if you're not used to the shortwave radio, like, um, it's an interesting thought. But that, I guess, it see, it has to be spies. It has to be spice. It spies. has to
1: be spice. Because, <laughs>
0: because if it's continent wide, like they'd have to why know, else would you Yeah. They'd have to know it it's for them no matter where they are in the country. You know? Like I don't know. That's
1: Yeah. Well why why else would you need to broadcast it that far? Right, right? exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Um yeah. so I guess to that to that, you probably maybe, might be a little bit harder to replicate that. Yeah. However, I think that if you really wanted to, you could probably do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, yes. If you really wanted to, yes, I would agree. But, I I don't know. I It would be interesting to read up and see if there have been people who've tried to replicate number stations. Um, I don't know. I, I, when I was doing some research on this, I also was reading up on pirate stations, okay. <laughs> which are bas- bas- basically people who don't have a license to broadcast. Um, and so I feel like those those are the people who would try and replicate number stations. I don't so,
0: know,
1: it'll be uh, a, an interesting thing to-
0: Someone in research. chat says that uh, they believe that drug cartels try to use them somehow. What do you think about that? Oh.
1: So instead I could of spies, see that. it was like drug. Yeah.
0: I could definitely see that, especially if it's like like Cuba during the Cold War, right? Maybe not necessarily drug cartels, but definitely people trying to cuz during the Cold War we had the um we had like the <clears throat> embargo. Mm-hmm. on Cuba, nothing came in, nothing left. Um so there's gotta be I, I I seriously I think that as well. They say not just drug cartels, cartels in addition to spies, human traffickers, so on and so forth. And I think that it's I would say it's a good chance that it was more than just spies. Um however Knowing um, the U.S.'s uh, love of espionage. <laughs> and I think I heard somewhere, I, I watched a video today and there was like a 1,000 active spies overseas or something like that. Or maybe it was more, maybe it was 10,000. Either still, e- either way. I mean, that's 10, a lot of stuff.
1: 10,000 active spies in the United States?
0: No, 10,000 active U.S. spies overseas
1: oh, oh in God. other oh, wow. countries
0: um now i don't that's know if that's I, I would assume that's not you know <laughs> look all right I,
1: well, I...
0: <laughs> we're paranoid
1: no no i yeah it's um yeah i mean that's an interesting thought i you know i think that the the history of number stations from my reading did come from sort of that wartime mentality. Um, That's why, you know, I said, I also got uh, pretty heavy into cryptography and like code breaking because that was, that was the whole wartime mentality is, you know, how do we intercept messages Mm -hmm. um, from the enemy? How do we, you know, figure out where they are, what they're planning? Um, I mean, they were employing citizens At one point to, you know, try and try and intercept messages as well. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, you know, so kind of the, the, with the current day state of things, it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, this kind of shortwave, uh, I guess, sending of messages in, you know, is used for something other than spies, (laughs) quite honestly, um, but but I know that the number of number stations today um, are much fewer than they were like ten twenty years ago.
0: Oh so, yeah, for sure. I mean yeah. I mean we also have greater technology, so we don't need to use shortwave radio. We have other ways that we could probably get information to spies. Um,
1: well, that so that's one of the the points of uh, number stations is just the fact that it, it is literally impossible to decipher the code. um, Whereas other methods may not be as reliable or could potentially be cracked or decoded. Um, So I, I don't know.
0: Right. No, I, I get you, I get you there. And so for, okay, so let's, let's, so you we keep saying it's impossible to break it. So the way the way these codes are made up. So you listen to the station at a certain time. Um, it comes on. It'll say I don't know eight, you know three five seven seven right or something like that. It'll say some numbers, and the way it works is whoever's broadcasting it has one code or one pad one solution pad and whoever is listening to said number station has the same number pad they have the same pad and the way that they they match it up um, on the pad so that it gives them their message whatever whatever it says Um, and then after that message is done that pad is no longer used because if you use it again you increase the chances of whoever might be listening in to said number station being able to crack your code so you you just that's that's the that's the basic gist of it that's why it's impossible to break because it is literally one time that they use this pa- this combination of letters and numbers and then yeah. they're, they're done with it <laughs>
1: So I have an example on my screen. I don't know how easy it is to see or how easy it is to understand, but apparently this is an example of a one-time pad encryption. But the the um, bare bones of this is just like Tin Man said, you you have one, it, it it's one code and one key and that key is never used again. And so <laughs> like somehow you can, you can decipher a message based on the the code and the key. Um, so it's, it's pretty cool. <laughs>
0: yeah, cause I was, excuse me, I was reading or I was listening to a video earlier and it's like, oh, it's just addition and subtraction. And they add numbers to <laughs> <It's> this just... <laughs> and they subtract numbers from this and they get their letter and they match it up and they get their message. And it's I'm, so easy. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> thinking to myself, dude, that's way too much. Like I would need a calculator and like three days to figure out a long message like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> it, I mean, I guess, you know, obviously if you're trained in it because you're a covert ops specialist. Um, yeah,
1: I'm sure it's, it's simple if you understand what you're doing, but...
0: But I'm, an, an, Say that about I'm a loser that doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> I should have studied code breaking, I guess.
1: Uh, cryptography. Yeah.
0: Yeah. where? Why yeah. aren't you a specialist on this?
1: I don't know. Maybe. I felt like at 15 years old when I was looking at cryptography on Wikipedia that I really wanted to be someone who did that.
0: <laughs> Maybe Biscuit is a covert spy, and that's why she's bringing up number stations.
1: Maybe I am. I think that reminds me of a comment I saw um, when I was watching some YouTube videos about it. But someone was like, what if the people, oh, what was it? No. What if the people who talk about number stations are the ones who use number stations or could something? Be. I don't know. Could something, be. Some kind of number station inception.
0: It could be. I mean, it's very possible. Um, <laughs> so we've talked about what they are. We've talked about what they're used mm-hmm. for. Uh, we've talked about what they're, it could be used for. Mm-hmm. Um. Do
1: you do we want to talk about the different kinds of number stations?
0: There's different kinds?
1: There are.
0: Teach me because I, <laughs> I mean, I realized I, I got that there was like, I don't know. Go on. Go go on. I'm, I'm
1: so. Yeah. So there are three kinds. There's, uh, I believe it's music, numbers and noise. I think okay. those are the three kinds. Obviously numbers. I think music is the other one. You I don't... have to double check.
0: Are you sure? Are you sure numbers is? Yeah, one? yeah,
1: yeah. No, I mean maybe. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I. I was more, okay, so I also, this is kind of off topic, um, but, like, they did him in, in uh, Morse code sometimes. Oh,
1: oh, yes, sorry, it's Morse. It's Morse, Numbers, and Noise. Okay. I was like, it can't be music, because where do the, how do they, yeah, no, it's Morse, Numbers, and Noise. So it's okay. Really <laughs> now, so, yeah.
0: <laughs> now I'm with you. <laughs> Like, what would mu- playing music help? Like <laughs> Yes. Um, But <laughs> that, I feel like, okay, so if the whole point, I don't know. I don't know much about Morse code, but I do know that you spell out things with Morse code. And I'm wondering yeah. how a Morse code number station would work. Would you, um... I'm guessing you would morse like you just code out the numbers question mark and then they would proceed from there with the adding and subtracting
1: yeah but that's... So i think i have a sample of one if we want to listen to it yes it's uh <laughs> it's just it's just a bunch of beeping
0: uh can you send that oh yeah me? i'll send
1: you the link yeah Or I'll post it in chat.
0: Okay, that'll work.
1: Sorry, I forgot that you can't hear it. (laughs) But yeah, it sounds like it's just so obviously there are there's Morse code for numbers. And I think it's literally the dots are the amount, but the numbers equal. If that makes sense. So anyway lots of beeping
0: <laughs> so i do want to say if if you've ever listened to a, a numbers i find them i find them creepy as hell to listen to um oh yeah even if it's just numbers you know it's just numbers but <laughs> it's really weird to hear like a digital voice just say numbers and then yeah. repeat them over and over again to me, I find it really like unsettling. Like, what is going on? What is happening? Like, um, if
1: you're if you're listening to it in a dark room by yourself, it's it definitely gives you some weird vibes. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but like... and
1: like I mentioned before, so the more recent recordings, if you look on YouTube, are just just the voice recording. Uh, but the older stations have music accompanying them. <laughs> And those are even creepier
0: <laughs> I agree
1: because <laughs> it sounds like old a lot of it's like old carnival music or like I don't know it's it's really strange
0: yeah no I agree there's the the famous one uh what is it the Lincolnshire something or other let me see Lincolnshire Poacher
1: yeah it's like a famous
0: the, one yeah um, there are a
1: couple of of like older famous stations all named after sort of like a, a distinguishing like noise or factor of the station. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I remember hearing about that one.
0: Yeah. And you're right. It does sound like old carnival music. Almost. It almost sounds like dying carnival music. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Like when the merry-go-round is like coming to a stop. And the music starts to die out. That's kind of what it sounds like. I'm gonna
1: play a little bit on my stream. Okay. And I'll I'll link you. Yes, let's Oh yeah, it's definitely like weird carnival music.
0: It sounds so weird man and then it's it just does. like numbers and then it's just numbers
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it's really strange um the older ones are definitely pretty creepy just because they they sound old like yeah. that makes sense and so it just reminds me of like a i don't know just like a creepy movie
0: yeah and uh somebody in my chat says it's almost sickening like yeah it kind of really yeah it it gives you an unsettled feeling i don't like it (laughs) don't like it
1: so if if anyone is interested in listening to um the old number station recordings there's and Man, i don't know if you came across this um when you were looking at stuff but there's um there's a it's this archive um they have a youtube you can actually buy these on cd (laughs) which shows you like how old how old this stuff is but they've got like a four cd set of all these like old number station recordings um it's called the i don't know if it's kone or conet conet yeah
0: i did come across this
1: archive
0: c-o-n-e-t
1: yeah so i'm sending i'm putting a link in chat um, but you can listen to all of these old number stations to your heart's content.
0: Grab <laughs> right, cool. that YouTube real quick and put it, push it in. Fine. So
1: um, As- Astro in chat is asking what got me interested in cryptography.
0: She's a spy. <laughs> so.
1: so I may or may not be a spy. Um no, to be honest with you, I haven't I haven't really um been into it in the past few years um I, I was super into it when I was younger and I did a lot of research um and just found it really interesting uh, I got deep into like there there are quite a few like un- unsolvable codes and kind of like going through people's trials and tribulations of trying to solve those and who made them and I don't know it's I find it interesting um like I said I haven't done a lot of recent research except for this number stations uh podcast but um but yeah i don't i don't know i think that um anyone into like puzzle solving it's kind of got like a mystery aspect to it um that i don't know it's it's just really cool
0: so. i agree i agree and you know what's funny is it so <clears throat> You, you hear about crypto cryptography, whatever, and you think like code breaking and it just like, unless you know more about it, you probably think there's only like a few types of different codes, but there are like a ridiculous amount of codes.
1: Yeah. You would be wrong. You would be dead wrong. If, um, <laughs> if you thought that <laughs>
0: there are a, an absurd amount of codes And you know people like devote their life to this, um, yeah. And they can like crack anything. There's people that can crack anything. They just like analyze stuff for years and they crack it. But not these number stations because it's one time, and that's very impossible. That's very weird. That I I wonder if anyone has actually tried to crack these old ones like the I mean really I, old I don't ones.
1: think that you could because they they are literally meaningless <laughs> unless you have the key um I mean I don't know it, it, when you look at some of the the you know codes um that people have broken mm-hmm. um it seems like impossible that they were somehow able to crack a code like it's it's i can't even imagine being smart enough to do something like that but like when you when you apply that to the number stations just the fact that there there literally is nothing to go off of there's no way to ever solve this it's it's kind of mind-boggling
0: right exactly
1: and that and that and i and that's even after you see people solving actual codes that do have solutions yeah and that that in itself is completely bonkers but yeah
0: no i agree it's a. it's very it's a very weird thing those number stations because i mean even if they like it's like you said like there's only one solution so you could sit there and listen to this thing over and over and over again and you would be
1: uh, i mean you could you could technically like if you know how to solve just be i mean you do the the method of how to solve it is known mm. you just don't have any information to go off of to use the key to solve it mm. so i guess theoretically you could assign your own letters and to the numbers and go through the key but i i would imagine that with The number of possibilities, you could probably come up with a number of phrases that could be real phrases, but you would still never know what, like, I don't know, what is the actual phrase, right? Or maybe.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're right. Like, you're, it is, it is. It maybe. I maybe I got that wrong. I don't know. <laughs> it, is, it would be theoretically possible to "quote unquote" solve it, but would it actually be solved? Is no. Is the thing because you
1: you could apply the key right. using your own made up letters. Right. You
0: could you could theoretically "quote unquote" solve it for whatever you wanted it to be. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. Okay. So, yes, yeah,
1: so you could you could create uh, uh yeah you could create a solution, but it's not the it would never be the actual message. Right. Yeah.
0: Yes. I don't know. It's <laughs> so Astro Saiyan says some codes would be reasonably unsolvable, right? Someone could make a bogus key with no patterns. Exactly. Well, um, and
1: that's that's what I have trouble understanding with like modern day cryptography because like the the things that people have to go on to because they could have this huge you know puzzle in front of them and they've got a single clue yet somehow they managed to decipher like an entire puzzle based off of that one thing and I'm just like <laughs> like how is this like how is this possible uh if you don't actually have all the parts I don't know if that made sense but it's it's hard for me to talk about cryptography because obviously I don't know how I don't know how.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna no, leave
1: it at that. I get so, you. It's hard to talk about it like in a way that makes sense, I feel like.
0: <laughs> no, I get you. Um it's so if you look up some of like the Super complicated um, uh, codes and stuff that have been cracked. Um, I'm sure you could probably find them on Reddit. Honestly, I'm sure there's a whole subreddit devoted devoted to cracking codes and creating codes to be cracked. And, um, but if you like looked at some of them, it would be. It would probably blow your mind that someone was able to, A, create it, B, come up with a solution, and C, have that solution be correct. And so, like I said, like we've been saying, like, with number stations, it's impossible to crack them without having the correct code, without having the correct solution in front of you. Um, Which kind of makes you, kind of makes, at least makes me uneasy as to what information is being sent out via these yeah. number stations. Um, we've already established that they're more than likely used for uh, spies and covert ops and espionage. Um, but it's a little unsettling to think that You know, there's so many different countries that use these for their various amounts of spies. Oh, that's...
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, that's one of the things that I wanted to mention earlier, since we said that the the number or the amount of number stations has dwindled Mm -hmm. in, like, in the past few years, there are countries who who are still very active Mm -hmm. and i actually have a list of some of those most active places who use number stations yes which i thought was very interesting so those are russia poland the ukraine uh maybe france a little bit cuba china north and south korea and vietnam so those are the most active number stations
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. So,
1: just an interesting interesting list there.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: And there are various languages including English, um, but yeah, it's kind of kind of interesting.
0: <laughs> it's it is interesting and it's Okay, so my question is how Okay, I understand that, let's say it's the U.S. and they have a spy, right? And Mm -hmm. some country. I understand they're more than likely going to tell them, hey, listen to this radio station at this time, right? Mm -hmm. But for the people that are... I would assume that countries are monitoring these number stations Mm -hmm. that are occurring in their country so they
1: i don't know but the thing is even if they monitored them they're still untraceable right so and the code is uncrackable no i get that kind of like a
0: (laughs) what i'm saying is someone has to be monitoring these number stations either they're monitoring monitoring them like 24 7 um, they have somebody that's job is to just listen to the radio waiting for these number stations to pop up, mm-hmm. or they're not monitoring them because they don't care because they already know that some like espionage is going on. See, this is what I'm saying. It's it's all about paranoia <laughs> because they know that someone they're doing something bad in other countries, so they just accept the fact that. That it's England. happening, yeah. That it's happening in their country too. <laughs> I don't it's know. I feel be.
1: like is it worth like having your own spies? And no, I mean, I was like, what if you just look out for people who are listening to shortwave radios? <laughs> but yeah. then the problem is, like here in the United States, there there is a uh, a pretty sizable group of people who like shortwave radio is is their big hobby mm-hmm. and they they record number stations regularly they know which stations are active like you know when they come on and they have just this archive and so, <laughs> so i guess that wouldn't really be uh i don't know
0: i don't know yeah it,
1: it is it's interesting to know for for to be a country i guess in and know that this is happening, but you really can't do anything about it. And is it yeah. even worth having someone listening or having archives of these because they really will never mean anything to anyone else?
0: Yeah, I mean, I unless know. unless you happened upon the person the, the numbers station was meant for.
1: That has the key. That but has the, the key. Like, what are the odds? <laughs>
0: like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the like odds. It's, That's the thing. Unless you lucked into that, um, it's you're you're right. There is no point in even paying attention to these number stations. But I'm sure someone out there that was their job was to listen to those number stations to try and get I've... any information they could.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Um... I mean, nowadays, I don't know, again, if it would be worth it or if, if that is just something that the government might do. I mean, I don't know. Honestly, they could probably just crowdsource all of the archives from hobbyists if they ever needed to.
0: Probably. <laughs> yeah. it's,
1: all, it's all like public information that people are putting out there. So yeah. The <laughs> horror historian said he's going to make it his job to listen to all the number stations.
0: There you go. <laughs> Do it.
1: That's a good plan. Do
0: it. I mean, somebody's <laughs> got to do it. Somebody's got to do it.
1: Yep, horror Man, historian gonna is going to be that person.
0: <laughs> if you find out that biscuit's actually a covert spy, let
1: me know. <laughs> I mean,
0: he he me won't or, be able to let me, me know it. because you're gonna take have him taken care of after this stream. I know it.
1: Right, yeah, right. horror historian was never heard from again. <laughs> ha ha
0: ha ha. Uh, you have Polish number station. Sorry. It played a creepy music box version of Swedish Rhapsody Number no. One, followed by a female child reading the numbers in German. No, but that sounds creepy. First of all, thank you, Pirate Monkey, for that.
1: Oh, the um, Swedish Rhapsody.
0: Swedish Rhapsody Number no. One.
1: Yeah, so that's on the Kone Pro or Kone Kone project.
0: We'll probably pass on listening to that because. The Lincolnshire Poacher one is creepy (laughs) enough for me. I don't need some creepy child reading numbers to me. Um,
1: Are you sure? Are you sure you don't need that to man?
0: I'm like (laughs) 78% sure that I don't need that. Um, Yeah, I think the entirety of number stations is creepy when you think about it. Um,
1: it's creepy but but it's also kind of cool. I don't know I mean even though we stations are ninety nine point nine percent you know spy stations that have secret messages just the the fact that they still exist and they're unsolvable and they're just out there floating around is just like creepy but cool. I don't know that's no, the I agree kind of way I think about
0: it, it is it is really cool to think about, um, I still think it's creepy, um
1: just creepy, creepy, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's creepy, creepy.
0: Cool. <laughs> it's creepy, but it's cool, but it's yeah. more creepy than it is cool, um <laughs> just saying, I still well, think it's gonna all come back to it all comes back to paranoia, and I asked to,
1: well, yeah, yeah i mean i i would I would say that. Well, yeah. That could be said for a lot of things, though. That's true. (laughs) But especially in this case, especially with the number stations being tied to uh, war and spies and all Mm -hmm. of that, you know that paranoia is going to play a part in that.
0: Yeah, especially when it was... (laughs) It seems to be mostly used during the Cold War, um, at least from what I saw, which that was all about paranoia. So... Yeah. I mean, everybody was paranoid as hell during the Cold War. So it would only make sense that you have covert spies and stuff in your country doing Mm -hmm. stuff they shouldn't be.
1: Yep. Well, was there anything else that you wanted to talk about or point out in Um, terms of number stations? I don't think so. I think we covered a lot of it.
0: Yeah, I think we covered pretty much everything.
1: Um, I have one additional resource, so um I again, it's sort of like parallel to number stations, but the uh, cryptography page on Wikipedia um has a lot of really good links at the bottom um since we were kind of talking about cryptography as well um but there is um you know information theory, like global surveillance um people like a list of people who are like well-known cryptographers discoveries and unsolvable or un- well not unsolvable but currently unsolved uh puzzles or i don't know problems so i don't know it's it's kind of cool um so check it out i'll do that oh wait uh pirate monkey has an interesting little tidbit have you read about the one that uses a clip from Bugs Bunny? Is that a numbers station that uses a uh, clip? That my life. I know that there were some, I think it's mostly the older stations that had clips of, would sometimes have clips of people talking. Um, I don't know if they were from shows, if they were just recordings, but they would have sometimes accompany the numbers. Oh, yeah. So apparently there was one that used the cl- a clip from Bugs Bunny. It says the transmission was an 800 millisecond burst of compressed data, followed by the voice of a cartoon character, Yosemite Sam. That's interesting. Do, when when was that recorded? Or do you have a link to it, Pirate Monkey? I didn't come across that. Did you, I Tim would. Man?
0: No, I did not.
1: But <laughs> I will kinda really want to check it out. That's what that
0: is. <laughs> yeah. Super creepy.
1: Yeah, we'll definitely share the link with us. Oh no, I forgot. Shoot, uh, I have links disabled. Um, you can um, Can I change it on the fly?
0: I don't know. I was just saying he could send it to me, I could send it to you.
1: Okay, yeah, send it to Tin Man and I will I'll get a hold of it somehow. Yes. Some way somehow. Yes. Tin Got Man it. will deliver it.
0: <laughs> i post links in your chat
1: uh I mod? oh maybe if you're a mod yeah because you can post yeah, I can, you can i can do that yeah, yeah.
0: what am i thinking nice thanks oh,
1: uh, i want to watch it hold on hold
0: on you know what sucks is i had a idea for our next uh conspiracy review and uh-huh. then i forgot it
1: what <laughs> you, you forgot it when did you think of it what when did you think like of it like just now? Ago. I was like a couple days cold ago.
0: A like cold days ago and I was like, I was like, dude, this is like the, the one we need to do. And then I forgot it in the past. I'll think of it again. Don't worry. Okay. And when I do, I'll message you and be like, hey, this is the one we need to do. So it might be this... like three in the morning though.
1: Okay. <laughs> That's fine. I will check it when I wake up. Yeah. Um so this this is interesting this clip because it reminds me so it it transmits on four frequencies. They can be turned in either USB or LSB modes. So uh, this kind of reminds me, so I I um oops Sorry, I don't know if uh, anyone else watches or is familiar with um, some ordinary gamers on YouTube. No. Um, shout out know. to Muda, shout out to Mudahar, but I've watched a lot of his stuff, um, and he does deep web uh, videos where he goes onto the deep web and has links that he's curated, and he takes a look at them. But <clears throat> um, he'll always have a video on there and i remember that uh a few of the deep web videos um actually had like encoded m- messages in them so you could play the video as a normal video but if you like went in to analyze the sound waves or the sound patterns within the videos it would like <laughs> generate a message or an image um and it was really weird. I don't know if that if there's something we could do with that, if there's some sort of like conspiracy linked to that, but like I think that would be like a message. Cool Maybe I I don't know if it's subliminal exactly or if it's more like hidden messages, so okay. like you you wouldn't really know to look for that unless you knew to look for that, you know what I mean? Or uh almost like easter egg kind of stuff. Okay. I don't know, but more
0: so not evil. subliminal. Messages.
1: <laughs> yeah but or subliminal messaging would also be another interesting topic
0: i agree because that is fascinating how they actually make it work um definitely a big one um
1: um and i'm sure we can get could get into all sorts of conspiracy theories around that and its application
0: oh for sure <laughs> oh for sure we yeah. can definitely do subliminal messaging um because that stuff still happens today, yeah. Or you know what another one that's actually really good um, that most people don't think about? Advertising. Advertising is like one big conspiracy theory when you think about it, because they <laughs> tell you what you should like. You know what I mean? Like, did you know that that bacon and like bacon wasn't originally a breakfast food? until until a doctor like paid him to say that it was or an advertisement person told paid a doctor to say it was a breakfast food like
1: yeah well that's the whole i mean you could yeah i haven't heard of that one but i've heard of similar stories where something wasn't a thing until someone wanted to sell it mm -hmm. and then that became embedded in our culture yeah and it's so it is really weird um that that actually would be a really good topic because that's that's almost like it's partly subliminal messaging and and partially like collective um culture i don't know uh I don't know what to call that, but like
0: I hear you. I know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think yeah. that would be a really interesting topic to, to talk about, actually.
1: Yeah, and I, I've actually watched some stuff on that. Especially because I'm in I'm I'm in marketing and it's mm. it's
0: so you're it, the problem. And,
1: well <laughs> well what's interesting is I well I not to get too far into it now, uh, because I think this would be a really we'll good topic, off.
0: but well hold off. Nope.
1: Okay. We're going to hold it. Well, let let me say one thing because the people who are advertisers definitely spin it in a way that where you want to say, oh, yeah, like it's great that this company knows that I searched for this item at two o'clock in the morning. Like, (laughs) you know, and then they turn around because uh, I don't know, they have an interesting take on it. Uh, that's quite contrary to public, the public's take on uh, advertising and marketing. So, uh, yes. but yeah, no, I think that would be a really interesting topic.
0: <laughs> yes, I agree. So yeah. we'll figure out a time to do that. Maybe okay. next. Maybe next. Who knows? Maybe
1: next. Who I mean, knows. we could actually tie those together: just a little messaging and advertising.
0: Maybe. Yeah, we could
1: double sure. it up. Double the fun.
0: Double the pleasure. Double, double, and gone. <laughs> yep right. right. um, sorry <laughs> that's all I got
1: that's all I also got okay um I'm glad we got to talk about this yeah. to to deep dive into one of my childhood like mini obsessions so it was it was good
0: <laughs> I agree um other than that guys, I have nothing else if you want to give your um want to give a, a future idea for a 10 biscuit talk um get in touch with either myself or biscuit or you can hit us up on twitter mm-hmm. at 10 biscuit r or via email 10 biscuit reviews at gmail.com yep all i got
1: send us all your good conspiracy ideas so that we can talk about them on stream
0: Yes, I. We need, <laughs> we need more interesting ideas to talk about because I really enjoy our talks about, uh, uh, weird, conspiracy weird theory stuff, theories and stuff. <laughs> yeah, weird stuff. Yeah, Wip-y stuff. Weird <laughs> stuff.
1: All right. Well, we'll keep an eye out for those. Um, if you guys want to send something over, and uh, thank you Tin Man for being an awesome thank co-host. Thank you, Biscuit. And uh, it's been a pleasure as always. Yep. And I look forward to next time. Yep, me too. All right, see ya. See ya. This has been another Tin Biscuit review with Hotter Biscuit, me, and Tin Man. Stream live on Twitch every other Tuesday. Make sure to check the description for useful links and feel free to leave a review. Thanks, everyone.